The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Uh, happy Friday. Thanks for joining us. Hey. If you missed any of the show, you can find it anywhere you get podcasts. I'm obsessed with the tunnel lady. Well, who's the tunnel lady? She is a um engineer okay. who has been building this huge tunnel under her home near Washington, DC, that's at least twenty-two feet deep. Okay. Um her project just got shut down because she didn't have a permit. And now she's waiting to see if her town will let her keep working on the tunnel. Why would she need a tunnel? I don't know, but I've watched several videos. She's sort of incredible. I mean, the, uh, we have a clip of this is a recap of what she did to build this tunnel. It's just been over a year since I started building my underground tunnel system. This is a one-year recap. In August of 22, I cut an opening off the side of the sub-basement and started to carve into the solid rock, fabricated an elevator to lift material, 1,000 pounds at a time. As the entrance tunnel stretched longer and deeper, I bought an electric yard cart and converted it into a mine cart. I used hundreds of concrete blocks and yards of hand-mixed concrete for the 30-foot entrance tunnel. As it got deeper underground, I ran into a lot of groundwater and a spring which made this? work harder and required constant pumping. Eventually, okay. I set up a sump basin and a pump which is keeping the system dry. Set up a blower and air duct for ventilation. Okay. The main chamber is 22 feet below ground and I set up rebar lattice work and a steel form to pour concrete. There is still a lot right. of work left to do, but I am having a blast and enjoying sharing this project with you. <laughs> There's still a lot of work to What is she do? What's the goal? I don't know. But and she's also very her voice skilled. is just like it's like I Charlie just decided Brown. To, it's like the teacher. <laughs> I just decided I just to decided. dig a hole in the ground. And I mean, now I'm I'm a a licensed construction worker. I mean, she's got literal concrete blown out walls. Like, what is she doing? She created a, a an elevator to lift the thousand pounds and mine carts. I mean. It's fascinating. I would much rather watch in a second if you said, Dawn, do you want to watch Killers of the Flower Moon for three and a half hours? That seems like torture for some, but I will watch this. Yeah. I will watch these videos. So you have no idea why she's doing any of this. I don't know why, um, because there's so many videos of her progress, but she's also self-taught. The the, the voice that engineer. you hear is not of the person I'm seeing. Yes, it By is. that I mean... Yeah. No, no, no. What I'm saying is when you look at her, no. I'm like, I don't hear that voice because I think the audience would just think of like, she sounds like a lady of, you know, like my mom a or certain something, age. right? Absolutely. And she's a young, she looks like she's maybe in her thirties yeah. or something. She's, this is so bizarre. I have so many questions. <laughs> no, me too. But, but I also completely 100% am grateful that they got, sh- that she got shut down. Well, because she, do you want one of your neighbors rooting around underneath your house? This is what other people are saying in the comments. I'm like, if she has a plan, she says it's going to be pretty easy to get a permit because she also had some reenacted audio of the inspector that came by. <laughs> reenacted? She, just, what, like, she had she, like it wasn't like, like like it was a conversation, but she didn't want to use ground? his voice. Oh, we, on... actually, we actually do have that audio right here. Oh. <laughs> 
Okay, there it was. Um, no, but the guy who came to inspect it was just like, I, I mean, a building inspector. Can you I imagine? Not, I'm not amazed that I, I don't want anybody to think that I'm amazed that a woman is doing this. No, I would be amazed a, that anyone is doing this. Yeah, no, I, I, I just, I think I would be like, wow, that is amazing. Also, you must stop doing this immediately because I feel like the house, your house is going to collapse because while it looks like, look, if things the seem great. The system on, she's created is incredible. Okay. Says who? Her TikTok video. My point is just when something seems too good to be true on a TikTok video without any other information, yeah. I've. I as like a biz, you know, like as an a inspector, busy businessman. If if I was an inspector, I'd be like equal parts amazed and terrified because God only knows. Like he doesn't know what she's done, or she doesn't know what she's done. Meaning, like I'm grateful that uh, this is made for an amazing story, but also how terrifying. Yeah, it is very weird. Um, just to like. People, uh, the comments are the best. They're so? the best. Um, finally, okay, so the person, she also has an Amazon store that links to all of the items she used. Yeah. And the cart that she used, the mechanical cart people commented, and they said, finally, someone is using our cart for its intended purpose <laughs> to assist with secret tunnel mines across this great nation. We offer our full support. <laughs> um Makes you wonder who else, you know, like, and like I feel like someone's going to find it in 30 years and be like, there's a secret tunnel under my house. Well, yeah, I mean, it, had we not TikTok, that certainly would have happened. But now it's going to be like an attraction where people are going to pay like five dollars to go see TikTok tunnel lady. <laughs> it's I, I'm fascinated by her. Oh, she for is sure. an engineer, I, by yeah, the way. She don't is, misunderstand she me. I'm engineer. completely fascinated. However, I would be so terrified if you knew that your neighbor was digging a tunnel that I'd be like, what if all of a sudden our floor? Well, that's how up? she got. That's how she got um, turned in. What happened? The neighbors saw a lot of construction going <laughs> I'm on. Sure, and also you and would be te- you would be mortified. You'd be like, I don't know if they're burying bodies over there. What's going on? Uh, hey, I Bev. Just, this uh, she's fascinating. <laughs> I'm just like, there are things that she didn't know how to do that she taught herself to do, um, and it's just it's just fascinating. Oh, I'm, for sure. I'm kind of. Like rooting for her, I don't know why she's making the tunnel. Yeah, but rooting for what? Right? Like I get it. You look tunnel at tunnel life. Hashtag tunnel life until it collapses. <laughs> it's all for me. This isn't real. This is could be fabricated. All of this could be fake. Oh, you think? No, it's. I'm sure it's not fake. But well, don't you think somebody would have figured that out by now? I'm I don't sure know. there's. Oh, knowing the internet as we do, I bet you don't have to get too far in the comments before somebody goes, "Hi, this is actually Barb from down the street, and we've been wondering why there were giant piles of dirt outside of Beverly's home." Oh, her name's Kayla. Kayla. Um, and I don't think it's fake, but I do think that um, a lot of things on TikTok can be. Well, yeah, that's my point is like you watch this video and you're like, oh, my God, that looks amazing. It's the same thing like when you see somebody do the meal hacks and you're like, wow, that looks amazing. And then you try it and like, you know, it looks like crap. And you're like, what did I do? The people watching this are going to be like, oh, my God, I'm going to build a tunnel under my house. I I don't think so. I had a hard time getting myself to make a salad this morning to bring to work. Yeah. I'm not going to be building. If I can't even make no, a but salad. You know that 
the internet the I'm way it is. I'm not going to do it. There are a lot. Everybody wants to copy. What were you going to say? When Mike? I first saw this story, because I saw this a couple of days, whenever it went viral the first time, I watched it, and I'm like, this woman I assumed was out in like the country somewhere. Like when I saw Virginia, I was thinking like in my head, West Virginia mountains. I was thinking, I looked up Herndon, Virginia, where she's at. This is like in the middle of these. I mean, this is yes, a completely yeah. populated area. Yeah, it totally is. So like, she, there's got to be gas lines. There's got to be <laughs> everything you can well, imagine down video, there. Vi- videos is called Tunnel Fire. Oh my. Okay. Oh, yeah. I see it. Oh my God. I can. This is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing that she's done all this stuff. I want to hire yeah, survived. her. survived. I want to hire her. Just to anybody that has that much gumption. Well, I was going to say, I, I don't know that I would hire her for a construction project, but what I would do is maybe get, like, let's get her into a skilled trade, right? Like, let's get her some qualifications. So I think that she, she has can... them. I think she's already an engineer. No, no, no. But like to do the like to follow the rules, use her powers for good and not just willy nilly. You know, dig <laughs> I don't holes think and... it's an evil tunnel. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like it that's a, it's a turn I, of phrase. Well, I that think implies that, that you know she, she has the right because she owns the property that yeah. she has the right to dig under the ground. She just needs a permit like she owns it, not just the surface. Yeah. I think you own. I don't know how far know, down but, you own. Probably 23 feet. So she dug the tunnel 22 feet. Yeah. I love her. Well, are you going to, do you follow her on TikTok? I don't do TikTok, but oh, she has well, a YouTube you find channel. Um, just because, news stories. Oh, so okay. I'm on TikTok right now. All right. Well, you'll have to follow her so that you can. She built a four-story house behind her own house. Yeah. She built a house behind the house? Yeah. Did she have a permit for that? Man, wow. he is like the, you are just no, I would really just get... coming down on. I'm what? Pork engineering Kayla. No, I just think, like I said, I'm equal parts fascinated and terrified because the thought that somebody would have uh, a giant tunnel under their home mm-hmm. would be terrifying. I'm not terrified. I'm rooting for her. All right. So you need to keep up with her and let us know what actually happens and where she goes with her tunnel. I'm going to give you an update every week. Fabulous. Tunnel Lady for 2024. Tunnel, <laughs> tunnel <laughs> update. In the grid. <laughs> from Don McLean. When we come back, we have to give you an update on someone else who's gone viral. And that, of course, is through reality television. Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman. But this time, it's not just Krim. They're actually getting their family in on all the shenanigans. And we'll tell you why when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. This new year, choose you. That's what Livia Weight Control Centers wants you to do. And I do as well. If you've tried every way to lose weight and you're discouraged, well, try the Livia way because they ha- they give you like personalized nutrition advice that is really, you know, these are professionals that are doing this, uh, licensed uh, nutritionists. And they also have doctor-recommended programs. I lost almost 30 pounds on the Livia program. I actually went to the center in Roseville. Shout out to the ladies in Roseville. And what they did is they taught me to actually not only do a plan under their guidance, but also outside of the Livia program, learn how to shop, what to buy, how to maintain my weight loss. It was just a really great program. So if you join today, you're going to get three months free when you mention me. You can visit Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com, or you can call 855-GO-LIVIA. Say, I heard this from Don McLean on my talk, and they will give you three months free. 
Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The Adventures of Bradley and Don. My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Crim's back in the news. Yeah. What's going on now? Well, it's not just Crim this time. In fact, um, they're not the only ones robbing Peter to pay Paul, to use a turn of phrase, because you'll remember they, they've got all their financial issues, dear listener, but they have their own issues. Now they're getting their kids in on the action. And I know this oh, because no. I saw the, this Are headline. Are they like having a lemonade stand and then <laughs> yes. take two lemonade stands and then they're borrowing from one? Yeah, exactly. Their supplies. Uh, <laughs> I saw the headline, Another Day, Another Lawsuit for Kim Zolciak, and I thought, oh, God, here we go. We haven't talked about them for a while, so let's catch up on yeah, what's going Yeah, because Rage Fest was so exciting, and then, you know. What was Rage Fest? He was rage raging. Fest? Oh, that. Yeah. That I think he said insane. Rach, like Rachel. Oh, Rage Fest. <laughs> like Rage Fest. Hey, shout out to anyone named Rachel right now. Today's your day. Stop <laughs> bound to the florist, and you'll get a free flower. There was a place like that near my college <laughs> where every Friday they'd put your name up on the sign, and if your name was on the sign, you got Are a free you serious? rose. That's cute. Yeah. No, uh, sorry, too much caffeine. Crim. The self-imposed hits keep coming. So I read the headline and then this. Mm-hmm. The self-imposed hits keep coming from former Real Housewife uh, Kim Zolciak, and now she's gotten her daughter involved. And I thought, oh, God, what's going on? Well, in addition to the fact uh, that there's been all this rage uh, and they've had their own credit card issues, both... She and her daughter, Brielle, are facing more repercussions for their, quote, delusionally frivolous spending. Mm -hmm. And this happened, apparently. You remember those social media posts that Kim was using to get attention? Yeah. And it was like clickbait. Um, Well, in addition to that. Because she pretended Brielle was pregnant. Yeah. That was the latest scheme. So you would click. So there, so all these shenanigans. Well, apparently they both signed for a vehicle and have not paid for this vehicle. And it is a 2019 <sighs> Range Rover. I was just thinking, is it a Range Rover? It's a Range Rover. It's a 2019 Range Rover. You have good... You can't afford that. Well, not ma'am. only can't they afford, can't they afford that? 
but they currently owe Ally Bank $84,000 in unpaid car payments. Now, why does that sound familiar? Because they don't pay payments. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they don't make payments. Yes, and... They, they think that when they sign on for something, it's now theirs. Exactly. With no repercussions. Well, this is, and I talked a little, We, you and I off air talked a little bit about this. So, dear listeners, there's a show before the show that happens. Sometimes it's the best show. <laughs> so maybe we'll have to hook up a mic. Mic. Not, just record you know it. I mean, a and microphone. then we'll just, like, mic. play the tape, as yeah. my mom would say. Come in while we're prepping and take a little audio snippet, perhaps. Because what we talked about was the fact that and the thing that's just crazy to me, it seems increasingly more likely yeah. that these guys are not just the victims of poor financial management. Like, you know how people are just bad at finances? Like, I was in my yeah. 20s. Okay, and part of my 30s. But I had to learn how to pay my bills. And it wasn't because I was, like, out scheming. It was just because I didn't really apply any skill to saving and mm-hmm. paying on time yeah. and all that stuff, right? So I had to learn. And... And once I learned, then I was able to, like, get ahead of the game and be a responsible person. Yeah. Increasingly, it seems like Kim Zolciak, Mm -hmm. Croy Bierman, and by extension, their children are out to game the system. Because why on earth would you sign for a vehicle that you have no intention of paying or that you don't have any indication you're going to have enough money to pay for? You're talking to a reasonable person here, and they are not. Yeah. They think now I wonder how old this debt is, if this is something because if it's 80,000 in payments, has this been from like, I don't know what your car. Payment I don't think is. you got to get that far with it. I mean, depending really? on the cost of the, you know, like because it, and remember when I just asked you, why does this sound familiar? Yeah. What I was also hinting at was remember Croy has unpaid car debt on a Rolls Royce on a Rolls Royce that he's continu- he was continuing to drive around. Yeah without actually having paid. It's one thing if you just get to the point where you're like, because I think this is what you're getting at. It's one thing if you get to the point where you fall on hard times and you're like, I just can't stay afloat. What can I do? Right? Like, I'm sorry, I can't make all my payments. What can we do? Well, most of the time people would say it's called bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. File it, get your debts reorganized and start over. But these people just seem like they continue to overextend themselves. And again, like I said, robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. And it, it just is like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Like, yeah, these it, banks. But they fooled everybody once. That's the thing. It's multiple yeah. people that they owe money. Exactly. Um, so, ah, God, what are they doing? This really bothers me. Just the idea that they, why aren't they repossessing this car? Why aren't they repossessing well, they the Rolls point. Royce? They because my ex boyfriend's well, Chrysler Sebring. <laughs> when I lived in Dallas, they came up from like the Ozarks. Oh yeah, to get it, and yeah. it was a sad day. He had to empty all the things out of his trunk. Yeah, and he was like, "I don't, I can't believe this happened." And I'm like, "I, I can." <laughs> <laughs> but what's another story for another day? Well, we we got time. Uh, you well, started it. Okay, so he was raised in a different way that I was. Okay. We'll just say that <laughs> his daddy you, paid for a lot of you things. You got 30 seconds. Okay. And he liked to um, not have a job except for doing trivia a couple of nights. And he also would like buy an expensive dart And he set. learned the hard way. And then he you wasn't my boyfriend anymore. Bills. Yes. I said, I can't afford yeah. this. So you have to move out. They need to, I think you're, what you're saying is they need to experience a little tough love. 
Yeah, tough love. Get lub. Get blub. Get blubbed. Get blubbed. <laughs> they should get blubbed. Thanks for blubbed. that story and walk down memory lane, yeah. Don. But you're absolutely right. Why don't the rules apply to them like they apply to us? Well, just another of life's mysteries, and we've got more mysteries to solve on the adventures of Bradley and Don because we are mystery people. But when we come back, it's the mystery of the food we're going to put in our mouths. What is Food Porn Friday all about this week? We'll find out when we return right here on My Talk 107.1. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Alight. Alight is an amazing Twin Cities-based organization that spreads out across the globe to help those who are displaced by war, conflict, and so many other reasons. And you don't have to turn on the news very long before you'll hear a story about folks who are displaced. This time of year, I want you to think about the subscriptions you pay for monthly. We've talked a lot about like the costs of streaming subscriptions. Maybe you have like a gym membership. The things that you're paying for in every month, month in, month out. Very rarely do we spend a certain amount of money every month just to do some good in the world. But that's where a light comes in. They're offering what's called a subscription for good. Basically, you become a monthly donor to support the work that they're doing around the world. To learn more about the work they're doing and to learn how you can get a subscription for good, head to wearealight.org. And thank you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. We've gone from Tunnel Girl to Crim not paying their bills. And now we're on to food porn. Christmas, I was at my mom's house and she has a jar of honey that's the size of like a Costco huge pickle jar. Okay. And it is enormous. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, where did you get all that honey? Yeah. Well, I didn't really, we have eight acres, so I didn't really look out on the property. We have a bunch of hives in our field. Oh my God, your mom has beehives? (laughs) Well, my dad used to do honey. A long time ago and that was so fun as a kid like he my dad he created this whole like spinning system to get the honey out it was incredible anyway the guy who mows our field my mom trades like hey if you mow our field for free we'll give you the hay that you for your animals and we also say please come pick all these apples of our apple tree and they're home not homesteaders but they do a lot of their own food preparation food. You'd probably really dig this family. Yeah, no, they go I'm to the all farmers about it. market. Yeah. But then they were like, "Can we put hives in your field?" Oh, that's awesome! And so there are thirty hives. <laughs> so there must be wildflowers in that field. All around, yeah. yeah. So this is literally like honey from my property. So you brought honey today for Food Porn Friday. This is right from your mom's. Uh, backyard. That's right. So we got Shelly downstairs to give us some English muffins. Well, for well, you price. walked in, you were like, do we have any biscuits downstairs? And I was like, <laughs> well, I kind of feel like they don't have biscuits, but they might have something. And they turned out do. she had English muffins. They do have biscuits, but he uses them all for sandwich for breakfast sandwiches yeah. downstairs in the morning. So she's like, what about English muffins? I'm like, okay. All so right. I, well, first of all, it. and so we've slathered this on a, uh, on an English muffin, but I want to taste just the honey first because Same. the thing about honey, 
I'm a little obsessed. I don't know if you know this. Like we went and bought a mm-hmm. ton of honey when we were in Hawaii. Any anywhere we go, we'll try to find honey because honey has such a unique flavor profile, not just from the location of where the mm-hmm. bees are, but the different things that the bees land on, like the different flowers. And I didn't really realize that until rather late in life. Mm. And so, yeah, like I, now I just enjoy, I think it's just a sign of getting old. Like if you enjoy honey and you can tell the difference in the flavors, yes, you're probably old. This really does have a wildflower. So this is wildflower honey. Yeah. Okay. Wildflower honey, from my experience, has been very sort of light and mildly fragrant. It's very fragrant, especially at the end. Mm. That tastes like really good wildflower honey. Yeah. Now we're going to eat it. That's on. real good. This is the first. And you can tell it's raw. Mike, this almost is ha- the first sugar we've had. Yes, it is. It's first since the holidays ended, but it almost has like a woody. Since the holidays ended, this is your first sugar? Since Me, Monday. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was yeah. going to say. It's almost got like a woody smell to it mm. or something. Like woody? Yeah. Like there's some, mm. almost smells like a, I don't know. Not it's very bad. good. I like it's it. really good. It's a really mild. It's not too strong. Yep. That's real good. Now, I, I'd eat there's that. some controversy with this honey. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Why this are you is a blind item now? about the honey. Because this is the last of this honey you will taste. Why? Exactly this way. Because the neighbors got attacked by the bees. Oh, no. What? The neighbors said, hey, do you have bees or something? Because... One of them was outside and got stung. It oh got like God. she was had um, some type of a helmet on. What? Well, it was either her son or her, maybe a little motorcycle helmet. Okay. And the bee got in there and was flying around and stung her face. Um, and Just then one another, bee? Yeah, it's not like they travel in packs and then like, let's get under this helmet. Well, that could have just been a random well, bee. Like, that doesn't necessarily well, regular bee. There were other bees swarming. Like the bees were going to get their pollen in other people's yards. Maybe they had a lot of flowers, and they're like, "Where are all these bees coming from?" Oh, look, Mary McLean has thirty hives in her field. Yeah, well, so she's not going to have them anymore. She might. They. I think that he had to reduce them or move them because really they were at the front part of. He just needs to put them in the back forty back there. I was going to say bees are everywhere. So like to say that like one bee sting. (laughs) This is the country, and you will be blamed for your bees if you have. That's real good. Well, but so this might be a a limited edition. (laughs) This might be limited edition honey. That's real good. Thank you so much for giving us treats. Yeah. Now I thought we. I want to hear about. Mike's sourdough journey, because you guys were talking about that. Well, first of all, I think back to the honey, because yeah. that is the subject of our food porn. Let's do the, the thing that we do, which is oh. to give it a rating. Mm-hmm. And I think we should do uh, a honey scale. Honey scale. Okay. Zero to five. Zero to zero would be like that dumb bear honey. <laughs> oh <my laughs> or no, even worse. <laughs> even worse. It's awful. Like the little packet of honey that you get. Oh. Fast food packet is zero. Fast food is zero. packet is yeah. zero. Okay. Honey bear Five is would one. be, I don't know. Something that you got in Sardinia. Yeah, exactly. Okay. In the I blue would, zone. I would give this a definite 4.5. Wow. Yeah. Because I just want to eat this straight out of the jar. Mike? Yeah. I'm not as well versed in honey as you are. Um, <laughs> There's no well versed. <laughs> so I will, I'm gonna, I'd say like a four. Nice mm-hmm. four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'll give it a four. What nice. about the English muffins you know what? she made? They're fine. You know yeah. what I like about... <laughs> it was very nice of her to give us some Well, English I bought muffins. them. Oh, you had to buy them? Well, sure. That was nice I'm of you. I'm not going to just take English muffins. Well, sometimes they'll donate. Mm. Um, I was just going to say, the good thing about that, honey, you can use that for anything. You oh, can yeah, cook I with that. put it in my tea. You can put it in your tea. Sometimes, honey, it'll be a two floral, and you're like, I don't know if I want to. Like, oh. we have honey. If you've ever had the chance to have bass flower honey. Bass flower? Yeah. I think it's called basswood. Oh. I don't know. Something bass. Mm-hmm. The honey has a minty flavor. It is the weirdest thing. Oh. Which is unique, but you don't always want to have, like, mint in your mouth. Yeah. When you're I've had honey. some really intense lavender honey. Ooh. That's like, whoa, that tastes like you're eating flowers. I mean, it's it's um, pretty strong. If you've ever had, uh, what is it called? Um, oh, God. Why do I have no words on Friday? Well, you just ate some honey and you're feeling real cozy. <laughs> <laughs> the brown honey. Um, oh, man. Brown honey. Hold on. Keep talking, would you? Sure. It is grainy, but it's raw honey, and I love raw honey because it ha- has all the nutrients. Yeah, buckwheat honey. Um, buckwheat. It tastes like molasses. Oh it's yeah, dark brown. Yes, I tastes have like had molasses. That. It's mm-hmm. real good. But again, you'd only use it for certain things. No, your point is that it's why or uh, raw, and you're absolutely right. I feel like there's so many well healthy in the, right in the processing in of it. honey. They do filter well, they'll out. Heat it. They'll heat it. So that it doesn't crystallize like this stuff. Yeah, I don't care. You just care. mix it up. Yeah, and if you if it melts, it's all the same. Honey is all yeah. the same. So. But it's kind of fun like this because it feels like butter, mm-hmm. not butter, but you know that texture, pasty. Oh yeah. yeah, slather it on. Okay, what did we give it? A lot of scores. Okay, four and a half. And now, a couple what did fours. you say about Mike? Oh, I want to know, um, you guys were talking about his sourdough making journey. Mm-hmm. You were giving him more advice, and I well, didn't know what I you were saying. Well, I can't stop giving people tips. I need to shut my mouth. You but, don't. We like tips. But Mike, is he's starting on a sourdough journey. So tell people what's happening this weekend. This weekend, we're going to give a first uh, whack at getting our starter going and figuring that all out. And uh, yeah, so, so, <laughs> so excited. It's, it's like so he's having a dance in his seat. He's well, more excited about it than we are. That's the honey, probably. But, <laughs> Can yeah, you do no. a live cam of your sourdough for him to watch? Of sure. course, yeah. Watch it bubble. We mm-hmm. already ta- He already gave us some great techniques and the great things cam. to know. Because a lot of times, if you're watching TikTok and you're into the, the sourdough side of things, you assume your starter has to be in this massive vat because, like, all these people, all these influencers, has all of this massive amounts of starter yeah. and you're like no you just need a little bit you really don't need a lot there's uh, which you can do sure, it that way course, right yeah. but visually a lot of like and it's fun to watch those things on yeah. social media but you don't need to have like a big fat amount of starter you really because you have to keep feeding it what's mm-hmm. that face Don? no i'm just thinking about how i couldn't get any yeast during the pandemic because the sourdough people were buying all of it probably not because okay. they don't need yeast. That's mm-hmm. the whole point. Mm-hmm. But that's why people did sourdoughs because the yeast was on shortage. I see. Yeah. So because you're basically trapping the yeast that's in the air, so you don't need to use artificial yeast. There's yeast in the air. Oh yeah, girl. Lots of I... that's sourdough, man. So you take flour. <laughs> this is why it's so magical. A, is it bacteria like in the air? You're yeah. like a witch, Dawn. A witch. You know how witches they go. Ooh. Yeah, I am one. That's you stand over this flour water mixture. And magic happens oh because God. the, the uh, bacteria and yeast that's flying around in the air, there's, spoiler alert, 
There's stuff everywhere. Yeah. But what if you made it in this room? Well, it probably would taste like kind of bitter. <laughs> Actually, it would probably and, grow and vitriol that's no. been spewed in the studio. I'm just thinking of all the skin flakes. Ew! I'm just thinking about how these vents have probably never ever been cleaned. We're in an enclosed room, I, let's and it's very destroy dry. Mike's. No, I feel oh. like we should do studio sour bread. <laughs> Or sourdough. <laughs> we can do a starter in the studio. studio. Can okay, so let's bring in. If you have some extra okay. this weekend, <laughs> yeah. um, or not, I'll bring some in okay. and we'll keep a sourdough starter. <laughs> yes, yes. And then we'll bake Gross. bread with it yeah, and yeah, see what yeah. it tastes like. Yeah, an update. Just like Tunnel Lady update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dawn is obsessed <laughs> with Tunnel Lady. I'm so high on sugar right we now. We better keep it in here. I don't know if Lo J will appreciate our starter over there. What's this? <laughs> we, will, we will keep it in this studio here. <laughs> it won't smell. We'll keep it in a jar. Okay. Yeah, no, Mike, I'm very jar. excited for you yeah. and Sarah to begin your sourdough adventure. All starts. Obviously, let me know if you have any questions, but you really, anybody can do this. If I could figure this out without very little knowledge. Oh, come on. No, seriously. It, You're a very... Very. People over, you know how it is though with baking. I bet you would say the same thing about a lot of the things that you baked. It just I think there's takes always a time. trial time. The first time you do something, and then there's the real time. Yeah, and it, it could be three times before you get something right. And don't don't hold yourself to like some like TikTok standard. Oh, sure. What if? But can you also take a picture every day of the yeast rising? Of course, at least yeah. So I can see it. We'll do sourdough cam. Mm-hmm. Sourdough cam every and day. Speed it up. Yeah, maybe we can get a Quinn to do a little. Journey. He would love it, actually. Journey. I think he would love to do a Mike sourdough starter. cam. All right. When we come back, we have to move along because we're coked out on honey. Yeah. The golden age of sitcoms is not right now. <laughs> it no, was basically it's, it's over in 1987. And I'm going to prove that point when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Friday. Thanks for joining us. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Um, if you miss any of our show, you can find it on our website. Just click on our show link or our. Um, I, I'm sorry, I've had honey, and I am tripping over my words. You can uh, find it on our website, or you can anywhere you get podcasts. Just look up Bradley and Dawn. Do My it. Talk. Yes, yes. Dawn. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> You're you're high on honey, too. I am. No, I said before we went to break that the golden age of sitcoms is not now, which is an easy thing to say. But if I said, when is it? I don't know that I would have had a direct answer. I'd say maybe like the 80s, right? Sitcoms were foundational for me in my, like... uh, adolescence childhood adolescence right growing up and i'm assuming the same for you oh absolutely mike probably you to a lesser extent just in that there weren't as many perhaps for sure but i i saw a tweet yesterday that crystallized for me i think the golden age of sitcoms was in 1987 (laughs) specifically in january because the top tv series well this was cumulative so there was a somebody posted there's an account called retro news now which i follow which has wonderful delightful tidbits a lot of times it's like tv and movie stuff from mm-hmm. the olden I days like it. aka our childhood and it's a little clip that shows the tv top series based on average nielsen ratings uh since the start of the season last september so through january of 1987 And there are 15 television shows listed, most of them sitcoms. And as I went through a bunch of those, Don, I was like, oh, my God, 
I want to go back and watch 1987 television. I what's interesting also I do as well and I don't think that there are 15 shows listed here. Yeah. As a kid, since we had limited entertainment when it comes to TV, I watched all of these at some point in my oh, life. Literally, there was one where I was like, I don't know I this show, and you told me what it was, and I was like, oh, okay, that vaguely sounds familiar. But yeah. but other than that, every single show, like to your point, if you put 15 shows down today, even if you put the 15 most viewed shows, I don't know how you'd come up with that, but let's assume Nielsen's ratings are still somehow able to track everything, right? Streaming and... Yeah. yeah. I don't know that... P- ev- like. If you took a room full of 10 people, I don't know that the majority of them would recognize every single show. But in 1987, everyone could recognize most, if not all, of those shows. Because to your point, that's all the shows there were. There was a limited amount of time on the five networks that we had of slots. And so that's a finite number of shows. So... You know, there was a limit. Now it is unlimited. There are thousands of shows. I just want to. So now the audience is like, well, what's on the damn list? <laughs> so I thought maybe we could play some of the theme Ooh. songs. Ooh. Mike. Um, oh, my gosh. Amen. Oh, well, let's That's get right favorite. to it. Did I put Sorry, that on here? I said that. But... Oh, no, I don't have that. That was the one theme song I couldn't find. It's probably on oh, YouTube. Mike, it's amazing. I literally it's on my my song list on Spotify. Amen is the sh- <laughs> The theme song to the Amen? The theme song, yes. Oh, here it is. Oh, God. So good. The light of heaven, Lord, shine on me. Turn on the light from heaven, Lord. Shine on me. Shine on me. Here she goes. And this was Sherman Hemsley. Oh! This was his... Mike, do you know this show? I do not at all. Oh, my God! Her voice makes me just shiver. So you know who Sherman Hemsley I'm, is? I'm watching the uh, the intro to this right now. Yes, of course. Yep. He played George Jefferson yep. uh-huh. from the Jeffersons. As soon as he came out of the car, I'm like, yep, I have no idea what this show is. Yeah. Because I haven't well, seen him in another show. That was sort of like his second, oh, I don't want to say second, but like I knew him from the Jeffersons. Yeah. I'm yes. sure that's where you knew him from, Dawn. Yes. And then this show was in the mid to late 80s that came out sort of after the whole Jeffersons show had gone, um, you know gone by way of of uh bye 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 it went bye bye in the car car um so it was a very popular show so fun okay what else is on that list oh my gosh well i used to tape this show and watch it obsessively the tapes of when my special boyfriend was on and i would replay his parts to a degree that might be scary in seventh grade and it's growing pains oh growing pains i was in love with him Show me that smile. Don't waste another minute on your crying. With no ending, we know ending. The best is ready to begin. Oh, you know the song? Or, oh yeah, show Mike. I do. Did you watch this show? I did kid? not. But you know Kirk Cameron. And yeah, now of he's absolutely mm-hmm. a servant of Jesus. <laughs> he, yeah. he went in a different fully, direction than the rest of the show. His growing pains grew into a servant of Jesus. Yeah. But that's good for him. I am glad he's happy. 
but he's not my boyfriend anymore. Again, there were 15 shows, the 15 top shows. I swear I would watch all of them. <laughs> With the exception of like 60 Minutes, sure, I would have watched, but it's not quite the same. But you knew it even as a kid. Yeah, of course. Of course. I used to watch the McNeil Air News Hour because I was a weird kid. Um, <laughs> the one that I, I would like to play, do you remember Who's the Boss? Uh, of course I do. Did you watch that show, Mike? I did not. Uh, Angela. Do you just see the, the van? Yeah. Pulling through the neighborhood Tony and Danza, the leaves are Alyssa changing. Milano. Right? Um, Judith Light. And a time for living. Brand new life around the bend. You know what? There were times when I lost a dream or two. Round the bend. And at the end was you. There's a path you take and a path that's not taken. This is up to yeah. you, my friend. <laughs> brand new life. Brand new life. Brand new life around. So good. That's again, great. Like, what was their setup again? What? What was their situation? So, Tony Danza played the... like. Hold me closer. Hold Tony me closer. Tony Danza. So Judith Light played Angela, mm-hmm. and she needed a babysitter, essentially, oh, a housekeeper. Oh, a housekeeper. housekeeper. He was her housekeeper. Yeah, because she had a son and a oh, mom. that's right. That who lived precocious. in the, like, in the Mona. garage, Mona. Right, didn't Mona, Moner, didn't she live Moner. in the garage? Yeah, but it was an apartment in the garage. Played by, oh, that wonderful actress from Soap. Yeah. Helen, not Helen, what's her name? Anyway, okay. moral of the story is he came in with his daughter. Mm-hmm. And uh, they all sort of became one big happy family. Should we go down the list just to appease people? Catherine Helmond, by the way. Okay. So I'm thinking of his boner. Shouldn't we say the list? Because people are probably like, God, please. Okay. So from the top down to 15 quickly, The Cosby Show, Family Ties, Cheers, Murder, She Wrote, Golden Girls, Night Court, 60 Minutes, Moonlighting, Dallas, Growing Pains, Who's the Boss, Amen, New Heart, Our House, and 227. Oh! Can we... That's a good theme, too. Can we listen to 227? Because yes. that was my favorite. Oh, no place like home When your family's around me You're never alone When you know that you love You don't need to roam Cause there's no place like home Speaking of Sherman Hemsley... Yeah, this is a spinoff. No, it's not a spinoff, oh. per se. Uh, but the actress uh, who played Florence, the maid on yeah. the Jeffersons. She's on this, yeah. This is her show. Yes. And now her name is escaping me, and I feel terrible. Who am I? It's okay. We can't remember everything. Jackie Harry? or No, Jackie. Oh, that's where Jackie got Mary. her start. And Regina King, by the way, got her start. Yes. Marla remember, Gibbs? she always used to go Marla Gibbs. Mary. Yes, thank you. Marla Gibbs, of course. But then you had, oh, God, there was such an amazing cast. That's such a good show. A lot of it took place on the the steps of those brownstones yeah. in, like, Brooklyn. I or... think D.C. Weren't oh, they in D.C.? D.C.? Oh, okay. I might have made that up. No, it probably is. But um, anyway, I have, I think I have the first two seasons on DVD. You do? Yeah. 
Chicago, actually, it looks like. Okay. Was it Chicago? Oh, and then the setting of the series, however, changed to present-day D.C. There you go. Oh, okay. okay. It was originally wow, Chicago, deep. I guess. I don't oh, know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That was such a good show. There was so much good television. I know, and now I feel overwhelmed. And now I just play Legend of Zelda on my Switch. <laughs> you can, and I though. I will say, if you want to go back in a time machine and just appreciate these shows, sure. you can find most of them somewhere. Yeah on like a free TV service, sure. whether it's like Tubi or Freebie or something like that, where you, you'll you have to watch commercials, but that's old school. Mike, did you have a favorite sitcom growing up? Uh, it was Home Improvement. We could do this oh. exact same thing like 10 years later. <gasps> yeah. Because yeah. you'd have Friends and you'd have Seinfeld and Home yeah. Improvement, Boy Meets World, all those sh- shows. So. Yeah. All right. Well, perhaps we'll move forward from 1987, <laughs> maybe to 1997. There you go. Next week. All right. Yeah. When we come back here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, kicking off our third hour of the show with a little thing we like to do called food talk and specifically we're going to talk about dry rub january <laughs> oh, God.